Black dog. Hey, Bridge. All good, mate. Can you hear me all good? What's that, sir? Yeah, I can hear you good. Yep. Nice. How's things, bro? Yeah, pretty good. Just had dinner, so feeling nice and full. Nice, nice. Uh, how's your lockdown been? Uh, it's been okay. Like, um, pretty good considering it hasn't... I mean, we've just been doing our own training and trying to um, keep myself busy and stuff, so... Uh, it's definitely a change, but um, yeah, it's looking pretty likely we'll be get back to playing soon, which is encouraging and cool. Yeah, can't wait, man. Definitely miss footy and, and miss the boys, bro. Uh, you managed uh, to get some uh, training in then in the roads and a bit at home? Yeah, yeah. Um, at the beginning, it was mostly road running, and now we're kind of starting to get more... Our trainers are sending us programs to do, like... Um, more short bursts, like with down and ups and beer crawls and that sort of stuff, trying to make it more mm. like a game, I guess. Um, yeah. Nice, bro. Really cool. yeah. Wicked. Um, well, we'll get into it, bro. Got got, got a bit to get through here, so uh, hopefully yeah, won't course. take too much of your time. Uh, quick shout-out to Wally Ross and, and the boys at uh, Central Forklifts uh, and the team there, sorry. Um, shout-out to uh, the sponsors and, and supporting the club. Uh, thank you very much. Um, today, for everybody listening, we've got uh, James Blackwell, uh, a.k.a. Blackie, uh, with us today. He's a Wellington College old boy, uh, captain there. Uh, Patani Prems, uh, including the debut back in 2014. Uh, New Zealand Barbarian Schools, Wellington Under-19s, New Zealand Under-20s, which included winning a World Cup there. Pretty nice. Uh, Wellington Lions, Hurricanes Hunters, and Wellington Hurricanes, mate. Welcome to the pod, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's cool. All good, all good. Um, bro, just wanted to uh, quickly touch on, you, you said that you had training plans and stuff given to you guys, but do you guys have online meetings and, and things like that, or, or unit groups on Zoom or, and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, since I, I think it must have been the second week of lockdown, they've um, put us into either we're in positional groups sometimes for a, a weekly catch up, or sometimes we're in our mini teams, which are like mm. the four teams that our team breaks up into to compete against each other. Um, so we're in either of those groups and have weekly check ins, and most of it is just really just talking to the boys and seeing how everyone is and what what new stuff people are getting up to, how they're spending their time. Um, and now we're getting closer to playing. There's a bit more talk about trying to remember what we were doing before and what all the calls are and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, bro. Um, just wanted to go back to college real quick, bro. Uh, Dub C, Wellington College. I know a few of the Patani yeah. boys would love that. Uh, was that one or two championships there while you were there? Um, well, I mean, whilst I was playing, it was two but I came back for the year 14 so mm. that was when the second one happened yeah but no it was, yeah. it was really cool I um, enjoyed going to school there a lot and have known since coming to Patoni you get to know all the other boys from different schools who you, you <laughs> may not have necessarily liked as much when you're at school but afterwards it, it's all good and things kind of you still have that rivalry but it's not as intense definitely Nice. Um, and did you start and finish there, or did you do the old Tupou Sapuanga and Jared Kahu kind of seventh form thing buzz there? 
No, no, I was there right the way through. Um, well, you're one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, we did pretty well at that, actually, getting a few boys in, but certainly helps. Yeah. Nice. Uh, any other notable names there that you played first 15 with? Um, yeah, there's a number. Like, uh, in, like played with Wes Goosen, who's currently, we're still playing together. Um, Lenny Apisai, who played with us in Wellington, is now up in Auckland. Um, mm. It's hard to forget Nelson of Solomona as well. Um, yeah, man. With the Kiwis in the Storm which is pretty cool. Um, and then there was a number as well when I was younger and coming through, like played with Tupo and um, I don't know if I played with Reggie, but he was there when I was at school and a few players yep. like that to look up to for sure. Bro, that's wicked, man. Um, bro, uh, while you're, you're at Cole, uh, you kind of make that New Zealand Barbarians uh, squad kind of the first of your big uh, rep footy teams. Bro, that must have been pretty special. Yeah, it was. It was really cool. Um, I was a bit disappointed to not make secondary schools, um, mm. which I've definitely learned from and probably clouded my um, my thinking of my excitement and being named in Barbarians was overshadowed a little bit by not making the team that I wanted to. Um, yeah. But, like, that's a, a good learning curve to have and, and some experience to have and missing out has definitely helped um, with me going forward. Yeah, wicked. Um, and what kind of brought you to Pisani? Um, like, did you have connections to Pisani at that point, or like, what kind of brought no, you to through the village? Junior rugby at West Roosters, um, mm. and they haven't had a senior club in a number of years, or they have a senior club but not a prem's team. Um, yeah. So when I was leaving school, I was one of the players lucky enough to be in the academy where um, through Lardy and a few other uh, management people, they kind of give you a few clubs to choose from um, and you show your interest in which ones you're interested in. And I was pretty open to any club and I kind of just wanted to go to one where I thought I would learn the most and um, have a good experience. And uh, honestly, there wasn't um, anything... I suppose between Petoni and a few town clubs, but um, it ended up being Petoni and, and they haven't looked back and it's been really cool. Nice, bro. And was it straight to Prems for you or um, did you have to play any Colts or anything like that? Yeah, no, I I can't even remember the process, to be honest. I can I can <laughs> remember playing a, a game on North Park in pre-season like, when it was super hard and they play those, um, like, the, the five half games where you just keep rolling teams out. I can remember playing that game, um, but from then I think I was picked in the prems and um, started there. Nice. And who were the guys kind of playing at that time? Was that like Mats, JK, and, and Griggy, and all that? Yeah. Uh, yep, they were. JK was definitely playing. Uh, Josh Hurstich as well. Hard. It was cool to play with him. He was someone who I definitely learned quite a bit off that first year um, playing alongside him. Uh, I think Milo was the was the other lock. I'm pretty sure, um, mm. and he he was a great player as well. And then there were the huge was playing a lot then too. Um, and I AB um, Tyrell was playing prop as well. So yeah, it was it was, it was a cool experience. And I I think 
that year there with me was um, was one of my, I suppose, stepping stones in rugby. And, and I haven't played a lot for Petone since, but that year was almost a full season, I think, that first yeah. time. Oh, it's fair to say that's probably when you should have retired, but uh, played on a bit. Um, bro, uh, from time to time, like when you're available or um, and stuff, you, you come back and kind of put the saddle on again, help help the boys out. Do you enjoy coming back to kind of grassroots footy and and helping out the boys and stuff? Yeah, it's cool. I think, um, like for one, when you, you get that opportunity, you usually haven't been playing a lot of rugby either. Um, yeah, which is like a to start with, it's really cool to be playing rugby. But then to to go back and, and to be a part of, uh, I suppose, I don't know whether it's more genuine rugby or like it's just playing because you enjoy playing and, and that kind of, if you ever forget why you play, it definitely reminds you of that. And mm. and there's some some of the best games I've played in, in terms of the memories that I have of being club games. Um, a few of the close McVeans that we've had over the last couple of years uh, are pretty special, and that's something that I never really knew about being a town kid. Like when I first came out, Watts McBain, like it doesn't yeah. really mean anything to me. But being part of the club and seeing how much it means to everybody else, you definitely get on board with that pretty quick. Yeah, so yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that McBain. You come back. I think it was two two thousand seventeen. Man, on the hut wreck, great game. Yeah. I think you got a that was, such was a it a meet? game, eh? Yeah, man, it was crazy. Intense. Um, yeah. Bro, do you feel like uh, like for you guys that come back and play club footy, like is there a certain level of expect expectation on you when you when you come back, like to perform and stuff, or are you just kind of at ease with the boys and just normal, normal? From my perspective, I play lock, which is like I don't often you're not really lighting up the game, um, so I, I don't feel heaps of pressure. I mean, like I enjoy trying to um, communicate some of the things I've learned, like if the boys. Uh, interested in line outs or whatever which I spend quite a lot of time doing with Hurricanes like I enjoy sharing that stuff with the boys but I don't feel like um, there's heaps of heaps of pressure on you I mean you it may feel like you get a few more carries or a few more tackles than you would in a um, super game or something like that but I don't know but like I said I don't really play uh, really um a, a position that has heaps of scrutiny on it, I guess. Um, yeah. Most people just want to see locks uh, do their work and get around the paddock, so uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. much difference at club. And what do you reckon uh, Jack Ross needs to do to kind of shift up a level? <laughs> well, I was actually... Jack was also in that team when I played my first year. Um, and I've always... Because I remember playing him when we were at school and he was at Hibs and I've always thought of him as a pretty good player and um, he was someone that I kind of enjoyed competing against when we were first mm. out of school and I, don't, I think um, certainly luck hasn't been on his side in terms of the injury he had last year I think it was um, or it might have been the year before but nah just uh, he's a he's a pretty pretty good player and probably more skilled than me so <laughs> one day he may crack it. Nah, you've you've definitely left them behind, mate. Uh, shout out Jack Ross. Um, but kind of the end of uh, I guess your not your club career, but just those club days. Uh, things start popping off for you, mate. Lions, Canes, and uh, New Zealand under twenties, bro. That NZ schools must have been a pretty mad experience. 
Uh, yeah, so the NZ20s was what I kind of set my sights on after making the mm. beer Barbarians, but not the schools. Um, and yeah, that like, I guess it, it's your first time being in a team environment where you're away as a team for more than like a week. I guess yeah. had, I would have had um, like under 15s tournaments and stuff like that. But up until that point, it had never been, you have a, we had a camp in the mount for a week and then we were in Italy for, I think it was five weeks or something like that for the tournament. Mm. So it's definitely all of a sudden you get thrust into this environment where you're with the boys oh, the whole time, doing rugby the whole time, and then you're in a new new um, country, new culture. Like I'd never been to Europe or anything like that. And yep. it was definitely a lot to take in and something that like you look back on pretty fondly, um, regardless of the rugby or the results. It was definitely a cool experience. And uh, how were your hacker skills? To be honest, obviously not very good because I can't even remember what <laughs> doing the hacker until you said that. I had never thought about it in the last five years. Um, yeah. So I can't imagine they were that great, but uh, I would have tried. So that's that's all I can ask, really. Nice, nice. And um, bro, between Modern Cup and kind of Super Rugby, is there a massive kind of um, shift up and? And difference of footy and, and kind of intensity and stuff? Um, I mean, there is. There, there, I, yeah, there is. But one thing that I, um, I might, I've been saying recently, or at least thinking recently, is once you do take that step up, you kind of, you realise that you're, you start to feel more confident about it. Um, mm. I guess watching... Being a, whether you're a club player stepping up to minor team cup or minor team cup player stepping up to super rugby, you may be on the sidelines and watching and, and notice, noticing a difference. But once you get out there, um, it, it's definitely and have experienced that you gain that confidence. And once you've got that confidence, you realise you're playing with some pretty good players around you and, and the difference seems smaller once you're doing it is what I would say. Yeah. Do do players still have like nine or five or or work part time or, or something like that, like at Mighty Cup, Mighty Ten Cup level, or is it full time pro or kind of more full time pro at Super Rugby level? Um, it's definitely full time pro at Super Rugby level. We're starting to see um, with the lockdown, some boys try a few different things. Uh, mm. I know Liam Mitchell, who's up in Palmy with us, has uh, got like a. Um, a like a yard, it's called Yard Bubble, where he looks after people's lawns and gardens and stuff like that. So he's been ticking into that now that we're not playing as much. But um, for the Super Boys, it, it's definitely a full time job, and um, you kind of, as you make that transition into into realizing your Super Rugby dreams, it it, it does become something that you do that kind of consumes what you do. Um, but then. Once you are here, you do look at other opportunities as well. I would say mm. the minor team cup boys definitely have it the hardest. I've known like Mutz and um, a few of the other boys have definitely been pushing it when they have been playing or the prep to play for the Lions. You're still working your other job and you may be um, starting super early or having to finish really late, um, which does mm. take its toll and and. Every year there's a group of boys who put that effort in. I, I don't know how many it is in that Wellington training group that 
put in the early mornings and the late evenings as well as their club trainings. So that would be, um, that I would say that's the toughest group to be a part of. And there's no, you haven't reached where you want to reach yet either. You don't, yeah. you don't know when the end of the night. So um, those boys do super well. And um, yeah, big ups to them, I guess. Thanks, bro. Uh, appreciate that. And so, um, bro, 2018, I think you might have been uh, affected a little by injury, but you kind of recognise your, your, by your peers with uh, the Hunters Award, man, and um, that's pretty pretty nice uh, acknowledgement kind of coming from your peers and, and the organisation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess for anyone who doesn't know what the Hunters is, it's the, the team that within the Hurricanes train against the, this, this, the 23 to play that week. Um, so it's mm. all the boys who aren't selected and have to play as the the Blues or whoever we're playing that week and during training. Um, so yeah, that, that year I um, I injured my knee at some point, which put me out for a bit. But um, kind of what I think with that is if I can't contribute to the team in, in this way for a bit, I'm going to be disappointed that it's not me out on the field and it's not me... Um, doing what the things that the boys are doing but after a while I am thinking more of like well if it's it can't be me then how can I help in a different way and yep. that's where I would do stuff like look at the opposition lineouts and um, plan what the what the hunters are going to do that week against uh, the hurricanes and training and try to make things as game like as possible and show the boys what lineouts we're expecting the opposition to bring and stuff like that so that's where I thought I could add value and and try and contribute even though I wasn't training and then when I did get back to training just continued with that same mindset and um, I guess in my position now where last year I played a lot more you kind of you do appreciate what the other boys do when you've been in that position as well we're helping out the team so um, I think that journey has been quite cool for me yeah Nice, great attitude, bro. And I guess for those listeners, man, there's always always ways to help and kind of work hard to get back into where you want to be and things like that. It's, um, it's awesome, bro. Uh, but like like you said, kind of coming back into 2019, you're able to play, bro. Right now, you're you're kind of a first choice lock as well, man. That that must be pretty pretty satisfying to see, like all the hard work you do. Like I see on your Instagrams and stuff, um, how you prep and all those kind of things. It must be satisfying to. Know, be one of the main guys now in that team. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm pretty grateful to be able to to be in the position that I am in uh, now. And um, one of the things that I've been thinking about is definitely, and I guess this is kind of off topic to a little bit about what you um, asked the question with. But um, now that we're in this position where we're kind of we've been out for two weeks and things are kind of reset, uh, mm. I just mentally want to make sure that I'm still working just as hard so that I do really earn that position back again because I'm within our team and in oppositions there's some pretty quality locks around as well so um, I guess that's the way I'm thinking at the moment but uh, through all of last year I just I guess once you start playing you don't realise how how good a momentum you do get from playing um, mm. and being able to build on that is really cool and the game time that I got you just start to develop as a player even more than that and realising that extra effort you're putting in as in training and um, all the other things you're doing around rugby, whether it be your recovery or the mental skills or nutrition and stuff like that is paying off. So, yeah, no, that was that was really a, a fantastic year for me and I, it was personally my best year of rugby 
um, which I'm like I said before is something that I just look to build on and make sure that um, I guess I don't take that for granted. Hundred percent, bro. On us. Um, last couple of questions, bro. Before we get into a few questions here from the followers, uh, just to finish off. Um, but debut was it the debut in Tokyo, Sunwolves? Yeah, yeah. How, how, um, how was that? And kind of how, how did you feel pre-game, like with all the nerves and stuff? Uh, the nerves are definitely pretty high. Um, <laughs> I've noticed as as you play more, they're still there, but I think I've come up with better ways to manage them. Mm. Yeah. But as, a, as, a, as most people would know, like, those nerves can be incredibly high, but as soon as, like, when you come in from the warm-up and you're in the changing room, that's probably when they peak. And then when you're running out onto the field, it's kind of like, you're oh, at least personally, I was an autopilot, kind of just, like, not feeling a lot, but not feeling anything, if that makes sense. I don't really know mm. how to explain it. And then once you're out on the field... Um, whether you're kicking off or receiving, once you're doing that, it's all good and you can get in and play. But um, yeah, no, that was a it was a funny game to debut in because we scored like 80 points or something like that. Um, <laughs> and Vince and Jules scored about three tries each. Um, so I mean, I guess if you don't want a close game, that's a good one. Hanging in and playing in Tokyo, which is a place I never even thought I would go to um, and see another culture again. And yeah, like it. In terms of a debut, I'd say that was, that was a pretty cool place to debut. Uh, wicked. Um, lastly, bro, just um, young athlete JB on uh, Instagram there. Um, bro, I love it, eh? Like guys like you and Adi, there's a bit of insight for people to kind of see what you guys do, how you guys prep, what you eat, what you like to do, how, you, how much sleep you need, and stuff like that. Um, have you found it pretty cool, giving a bit of insight to, to people that follow and that are interested in seeing what kind of professional sports people do? Yeah, absolutely. I think for the last couple of years, I was, I'm probably in the mindset where, like, I want to keep working on myself so I can be a better rugby player and, and, and I have these, these goals and ambitions of what I want to achieve. But I think um, it must have been last year my cousin who's in Australia, was asking me quite a lot of questions around nutrition and some, like, game prep stuff. Um, and that kind of just clicked in me that, well, yeah, I can keep working on my personal things and have the way that I do things and want to keep getting better, but you can also share that with people who are in the position that I was in maybe, like, 10 years ago or wherever where I was um, at college or just starting to realise that I can use sport as a vehicle to like um, grow friendships and, and get better mm. and, and learn and, and may even become a professional. So um, it's really cool with the um, people that are interested and in, in wanting to, to learn off you um, and just sharing. I'm pretty open to, to talk about how things have been for me and, and mm. just uh, for whoever who's interested and, and want, even if it's, non-rugby athletes as well have been some some sort of stuff crosses over pretty well so yeah whatever i can share i'm happy to nice bro i like that um bro a few few questions from our followers the first one's from the brother ezra um uh, is asked if you could pursue a professional career in another sport what would it be uh I mean, I would say cricket, just because that was the other sport I played growing up. I really enjoy cricket. It's something that I was saying the other day I'll probably go back to. 
after I finish playing rugby. It's probably something you can do as you, as socially a bit older than you can rugby, I would say, like uh, yep. just swing the bat or something like that and don't run. So um, that's something I would, I would I would definitely be interested in doing if I wasn't playing rugby. Um, yeah. Well, you'd be a bit of an all-rounder, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, probably. I started off as a bowler and then ended up as a batsman. I don't know. I um, got moved around a bit, but just try to clear the front leg and hoi. <laughs> nice quick quick uh, test question. Do you know your hurricane number? Uh, yes and no. When I was given mine, I was given 232 and Geordie was given 231 because we both started in that game. But... Because I'm earlier on the team sheet, I'm supposed to be two three one, and he's supposed to be two three two. So we're going oh, okay. around, but I'm pretty sure I'm two three one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listed on the Hurricanes website as two three one, so yeah, yeah. But I <laughs> nice little backstory. Cake and everything with two three two on it. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, do you, Do you have a favourite locking partner or partners? Um. Not really. Um, it's probably the good answer to go with. Locking with Sam Lousy was pretty cool. That was pretty... Uh, yeah, he made it pretty easy. I guess, whichever... We don't really... like In locks, it tends to be a position we don't really care. Um, like, what side of the pit, uh, scrum we go on or anything like that. Um, it's pretty interchangeable, which is cool. Everyone's pretty relaxed. So, um, mm. But no, nah, all the boys are pretty handy to lock with and I'm always the shortest so I always get to bind under which is comfortable for me so yeah, um, yeah nah it, it, all the partners are pretty good nice bro what's uh, what's Blackie's uh, favourite cheat meal cheat meal um, I like burgers eh um, probably I mean I don't mind McDonald's or Burger King but I'd probably prefer like Burger Fuel or Lucky Chicken or something like that. Um, something about Bro, that. how good's Lucky, yeah? It's, it's me, no. Um, yeah, so something like that is, is my go-to. Nice. Do you have a uh, pre-game playlist? Like what kind of music you, you listen to pre-game or, or you don't do music? Uh, no, I do do music. Um, I do have a playlist. I change it up a little bit. Um, it's a little bit of like um, drum and bass, just because it's the tempo I quite like, or um, some heavy rock and stuff like that. Just that gets me a bit more amped up because I'm usually pretty relaxed um, and kind of use music to cue me a little bit that I'm playing about to play a game and and wanna um, raise my energy levels a little bit. Um, so yeah, anything that's a bit more fast-paced or a bit more intense than the chill music I'd usually listen to. Yeah. Mate, you drum and bass guys are on thin ice, eh? So much more music out there. Um, but are you still studying? Were you doing, like, sports med or...? Uh, I've just, I finished my study last year, so I just graduated, and um, since we've just ended lockdown, I've got a little bit, well, now that we've got more time on my hands, it made me thinking about if I want to do any future studies, so I'm just... Uh, looking into a few papers if I want to do them starting next semester, I guess, yeah. That's awesome. Well done. Congrats. Um, bro, do you, do you fangirl over any of the players that you meet or anything like that? Like, I imagine you played against more, maybe Sonny Bill or some, like, awesome South African dudes. 
Uh, you ever kind of get stopped in your tracks when you meet them? Um, I guess not not at the time or like a lot of the time meeting them is like during the game when you're playing um <laughs> like it, for me it's more like in the moment i'm not really thinking about it and i'm just competing and want to beat them and then afterwards looking back it's like well like i played against him or whoever um there's hmm. a few like um some of the aussies like um for Lau or um Pocock and then with the New Zealand like even just playing against um Brody Retallick or some of the Crusaders like I guess because I I mean I, last year was really my first year playing against most of them and like even yep. the likes of Kieran Reid you've watched um win the World Cup and stuff like that so playing against some of those boys is, is like I said in the moment you're just wanting to compete and you're not I well, at least I'm not recognizing that he's who he is but afterwards you're like yep. oh yeah like that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know much about the South Africans, um, only that they're all pretty big. So, oh, yeah, actually playing against Itzabeth, I was like, geez, he's massive. Um, yeah. Yeah. So players like that are pretty impressive. But that's mad, man. Awesome to hear. Um, how much of a pest was Mutz in the Lions environment? Nah, he's brilliant, eh? Um, <laughs> so good for the team morale and... Um, and as a player as well, just on the field, leads with such passion and doesn't care about his body at all or where he's throwing himself. So, no, he's huge for a team, eh? I think he's... Even when I was... When we were playing, when I was first at Batoni, you definitely realise how inspirational he is. And and now that he's play, he's been playing for the Lions, it, it makes a lot of sense that he's um, representing the province too, which is cool. Wicked. Uh, basically, the last question, bro. Um, bro, if the season go, goes ahead or you get the call today that, that you guys are going to start up uh, shortly, how much prep time do you think a player or a team needs kind of to start back? Is it like a couple of weeks, or you need a month, like to get a somewhat of a pre-season-ish thing going? I, I mean, like the running we're doing at the moment is basically a pre-season anyway. Uh, yeah, that, that's what the schedule they're giving us. Um, I think to get ready for contact, like, regardless, the first game is going to be, like, your lungs are going to hurt, you might <laughs> wake up the next day feeling sore, but, like, that's kind of just the sport we play. So I would say, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not a doctor or a physio and don't know exactly how long your body would take to adapt to some of the new training stuff that we were going through, but I would say three weeks probably. Two weeks at a stretch, um, but yeah, no, I would say three weeks is a good time. Because um, especially as a player, you don't want to be too, doing too much pre-season stuff before you start. As soon as I've yeah. already done one, that would be a bit of a shock for the system. So um, try to hit the ground running, I guess. Nice, bro. So what's next for, for the Black Dog, bro? Just see out the season or whatever rugby comes comes your way and then kind of hang around Wellington for the next couple of years, trying to get a scoop here. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, well, I'm born and bred here, so I, I love it. All my family is here, and um, this is a place where I, I don't know, I call home as a city, and, yeah, it's, it's cool being able to do, um, I, you know, I guess, realise your dream in this place, so it's not something I'm thinking on leaving anytime soon, so we'll just keep pushing and keep trying to um, do my best as long as I'm wanted. Nice. 
Well, Black Dog, that's me, bro. Um, really appreciate you coming on and, and giving us your time. Uh, glad you guys are staying safe during lockdown and you're getting some training in. We can't wait to see you play footy again, bro. And uh, we're big fans of what you do, bro. And and uh, we follow your Instagram, gone on and see what you're up to and stuff. But uh, keep moving, bro. We we uh, still support you here at the village and and love love doing what you uh, seeing you do what you do. Yeah, cool. Thanks, bro. It's been awesome to see you guys start this up and, and get it going so good, eh? I've interviewed some, some pretty cool people, um, pretty cool Patoni people, so it's awesome. Uh, keep awesome. Up. Cheers, brother. Take care. Cheers, Fred, you too.